0: A Black Girl's Mom Podcast is brought to you by Strong Black Girl Moms. Trial and erroring it through life so you don't have to.
1: Welcome to uh, a new episode of A Black Girl's Mom Podcast. I'm Chelsea, mommy to Samara, age two.
2: I'm Keisha, mommy to Acadia, also two. I'm Brianna, mommy to Anaya, she's age three.
1: Thank you guys for joining us today. We're going to be talking about how uh, your friendships change after baby. But before we get into the topic, how have your weeks been since we last recorded? Brianna, you were on the last uh, podcast, but how's everyone been this week?
0: So I opened my online courses today and they're not trying to give us any work this week. So I'm about to
1: air
0: yeah but I discussed with you Chelsea that I don't have any air to breathe because I'm making infinity scarves for Christmas and my list is 17 long
1: you made that list for yourself but I'm appreciative for
0: my gift Um... I definitely did (laughs) (laughs) I for sure did but yeah I, I don't really have the time but the the looking at my week being so relaxed it made me relax because I was up at 2 30 this morning binging carbs and cola (laughs) did it invite us this is rude I checked I checked the group I checked nobody was awake y'all were in Land.
2: (laughs) mom squad was checked out yeah how about you Brianna um this week is interesting I've been off work for two weeks dealing with some health issues that really came out of nowhere really came out of nowhere. So that was a hard hit for me. Um, Trying to get back into my fitness goals, eating clean, focusing on Anaya's goals for the week because she's not in daycare.
1: Right. So is is she not in daycare because you're home or just in general, you don't feel comfortable with her in daycare considering the times or?
2: Considering the times, it was a family decision. I'm at home with my mom still and Mm -hmm. we talked about it and we said, one's working from home and I work part-time hours. So we said we keep her home. That's
1: good. Honestly, I think the only plus side for me living at home, because you know, there's always growing pains and struggles living at home because you are living under someone else's roof. But the plus side is that Samara gets to be in the care. And I don't really have to worry a care of her grandparents. and I don't really have to worry about, um, daycare and mm-hmm. all the germs and nasty kids and
2: yuck yeah <laughs> yuck.
1: but anyways so for my week um I I'm still at work we are deemed essential which is awesome anywho so yeah like I'm I'm still at work. I'm pursuing my little side hustles, trying to get that extra coin, trying to revive my bib um, business and eventually do a clothing line for Samara in her name because I want to give her something, you know, in the long run. But yeah, that's basically what I've been doing the past couple of weeks and interacting with you guys as, you know covid is rampant and i can't see you guys in person so this is all we got and yeah
2: boss mom status
1: boss mom i did that i'm I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) okay so our topic for today is have your friendships changed after baby i want to start off by saying absolutely um I find that a lot of my friendships have gone from. I think I had a lot of party friends that didn't know what to do with me after having a a child kid. I hate saying kid, so I say child. I introduce these words all the time. Um, It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Good. I'm like okay, (laughs) child. It is, but yeah. So it's the whole aspect of me rearranging my priorities like I can go out but pre-pandemic I can go out and I can um, interact but I I have times that I need to be home by I have you know priorities that mean that I can't do the things that I used to do and people don't know what to do with you in that respect
2: yeah I agree with you on that. I'm going to jump in right there because I feel like it's the same thing. Um, In the beginning, even during my pregnancy, I felt like I didn't have a lot of support from friends. Everyone's like, oh, you're pregnant. Yay, it's so great. But then, you know, once they get over their excitement, it's like, now what? I'm here, I'm pregnant, I'm going through things, trying to figure out what my life is going to be like. And then even when baby comes you start to see really quickly, they trickle themselves out. I don't know if it's internally what they're struggling with, or if it just naturally happens where your priorities just aren't the same anymore. You Mm -hmm. would think that some do intertwine. But for me, if I know that I'm going to get miserable, and Anaya will be miserable, I have to make sure that I leave a certain place at a certain time or why do you always have to bring the stroller and the backpack and everything? Like, you know, you just get those questions and you're like, I'm that mom. I pack for everything. I have a first aid kit in the diaper bag. I got an extra set of clothes for myself. I need this bag. So, um, my patience kind of wore thin. <laughs> and I just said, nope, it's cool. I'll be, uh, in my mom squad. What, what? <laughs> Gang, gang, gang.
0: Yeah, come on. (laughs) On the topic of mom squad, um, it was total opposite for me. So I had been with my husband for six years before becoming pregnant. And we met partying. I like to say I caught my fish and I got out of there. (laughs) That's the
1: purpose of the party, you know.
0: Um, Yeah, so I had already, I guess, gotten into that level where you let those um I guess less not so deep friendships you just kind of let them fall off so I didn't have very many friends um the friends that I did have are either godparents or aunties to my child now and then I just reconnected with a bunch of old friends that we touched on last um podcast that something was in the water and we all got pregnant so there that.
1: definitely was something
0: in the water. <laughs> So yeah, that brought me into a lot of um uh new friends, new blooming friends, you know. Um I full on expected to experience postpartum depression while I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I made sure I had enough supports and I have like, I don't know, three mom groups and <laughs> like just active on WhatsApp mom alone. It's not just yeah. mom
1: groups active.
0: Yeah, so. And when there when there's a lull, I always check in. Like some of our some of the moms now have two kids, some of them are dealing with different family dynamics. So I I just check in. If our mom group isn't popping, then, then I'm nice. popping it up for
2: us.
1: <laughs> and I, honestly, for me, I really find that um, the mom group was something I didn't expect, considering I expected the support that I got from the mom group to come from my friends. Like yes. I expected uh, the same type of like, I'm up at 2 a.m. You're probably up at 2 a.m. partying, but you can respond to my text message. Cause I, I just want to like talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I found that especially in the early, the early months of having my daughter, I was new mom new baby. Baby's looking around like I don't know if she knows what she's doing. I'm looking at her like I don't know what I'm doing either. We're working it out together. If you fall asleep on my shoulder and you fall on the bed by accident, it's fine. It's on the bed. The Come on. It's no big deal. You went right back to sleep. You're fine. But, you know, like I found some place where I can actively talk and not feel judged mm-hmm. and not feel... um like I'm burdening anybody with asking real questions. Like I'm asking questions that, yeah, I could Google it, but I want to know if someone has been through it within the last month, within yeah, the last week yeah. and yeah. what have they done to to actually successfully turn it around. And if we we haven't successfully turned it around, we can cry together if you want to. Oh yeah. I'll yeah. call you and cry. For sure, so yeah. I I was really surprised that, I I'm not I'm not going to like make it seem like I didn't have any friends that were supportive. Like I like you were saying Keisha, the ones that were the most supportive ended up being godparents to my child because I knew those people would be the ones that knock on wood if anything were to happen to me. I would my be gosh. so comfortable with mm-hmm. them taking care of oh, Samara, but it's it's amazing when you think of oh these are people that you thought it would be in your life forever, mm-hmm. and they can't even fix themselves <clears throat> to say, "How Samara? I haven't talked to you about your child in over a
2: year." Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah. Yep. It's tough. Yeah, it's those hard. are
0: definitely.
2: <laughs> no, for real. Like, rough. what is there to say? Like, it, it's a real thing. You like for me i always knew i was going to be a mom always knew from a very young age mm-hmm. right everyone who knows me they're like yeah everyone still expects me to have more kids than i already have i only want but at the end of the I day i have five i'm gonna be honest with you i have five in my head from time i'll meet you at four i'll give you four <laughs> okay, well, i'll five. have the extra one <laughs> i'll give you the extra one. Yeah. You know, it's different. Like when it's actually happen- happening, you're going through these things in your head and you're judging yourself hard. And it's like, right. I judge myself on a regular basis. And now I'm responsible for someone else who will one day have to be in a position to say, my mom either taught me this or didn't teach me this. Mm-hmm. Right. And the for me, mom squad, even dumb questions, things that I know the answers to, even Something that I've already experienced, I'll say, "Hey, does anyone want to weigh in on this?" This was my experience previously, but like sometimes Keisha has great advice for me, and she just gets me through it, right? Like she put
1: it in her head, man. <laughs>
2: She's and that, like the
0: wedding, I'm really good at giving advice. I'm not good at you following are. my own or taking anybody you're else's. Right. Same. <laughs> i'm really good at 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 viewing other people's perspective like i'm i count myself an empath because i can i can visualize how it feels to be somebody else and to be in that situation and i feel like i do it well Mm -hmm. but like in my own situation like living it it's it's something different yeah i even had to um post i think it was yesterday like um, like I did to nap and I was just not having a good day yeah. whatsoever. I was, I had my first bathroom cry of toddlerhood and mm-hmm. I had There's to.
1: There's more to come. I still have yeah.
0: <laughs> I had to post like for myself, but I'm like somebody else that I know is a mom is going through it. And I did get responses back. So I had to post like having a bad day does not make you a bad mom. Like yeah. if you know you're a good mom and you do the absolute best that you can. One bad day is not going to ruin your child. Like
2: It's not going to ruin your streak of being a good mom. Sometimes the days that we feel like are terrible and we're looking at ourselves like, what are we even doing? When the day is done and you really just exhale and think about the day, it wasn't that bad. Sometimes it wasn't even that bad. And I try to remind myself that maybe I have four consecutive days where I can't keep it together Mm-hmm. But we still made it through the day. We ate, we played, and we're going to bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did the, the top three things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> as long as you're still surviving and you're good to, and you have a bed to sleep in at the end of the night, that's mm-hmm. pretty good.
1: Right. To piggyback off of the main topic, I want to. I want to ask the question of how do you guys deal with um, having people judge you for wanting to experience the life that you have with your friends before, like going out, like, and like asking for, you know, can someone watch Samara, in my case, Samara, can someone watch her and trying not to feel bad or guilty for doing that?
0: Um, for me it comes from my influences honestly. I make mm-hmm. sure like my Instagram feed it shows body positive, non-judgmental mom positives, like it just shows what my values are in other people. So I'm not I don't want to cut
1: you off, but your Instagram feed is like motivational speaker on crack. Like 100%. Sometimes if I need a pick me up, I'm like okay Keisha
2: <laughs> post post right <laughs> there's always something there for you
1: and like there'll be one quote that i'm like yes take that for the rest of the day
0: <laughs> anyways sorry go on but yeah like the one quote you're getting from my page that i'm reposting i'm seeing that like 50 times over so i don't so my inner voice doesn't have that judgment i just don't have okay. it okay
2: okay That's not true for me. Nope. (laughs) That's not true for me at all. I'm um, not on that. No, like I live at home and I don't like asking for help. And me and my mom talk about it all the time. I just feel some type of way to say, mom, like I want to be left alone right now. I need to cry. I want to cry by myself. I want to go for a walk by myself. I feel guilty because it's my responsibility. At the end of the day, all of Anaya's needs are my responsibility when she's with me. And I'm learning that by not asking for help, I'm not meeting her needs because Mm -hmm. I've been going through a hard time lately and I'm noticing we're having a lot more bad days than good days. I'm irritated, I don't wanna talk to her, I don't wanna play with her. One day I laid down on the floor, I was in a lot of pain, but I just brought two buckets over and I said, mommy can't play with you on the couch. And I can't pick you up, but I can lay here and play with you. And it's something as simple like that. And my mom's like, look at how much better you're feeling. So it's more of the reassurance from my mom specifically where she doesn't make me feel bad about going out. I just need to be open about it. And I Mm -hmm. think that's my inner saboteur. Like, what are you asking for help for? You don't need help. You don't need to go see your friends. You You know what I mean? Your main priority is your kid. So why would I ever have the interest in going to hang out with my girls without the babies you know yeah so or everyone's like bring um, them right
1: (laughs) right I think for me it's like I get it both ways it's either um it's either you I take her with me And I get judged for taking her with me. Because, like, why are you taking your child there? Is there other babies there? I'm like, well, first of all, she came out of me. Um, I don't know when... Let me know when she came out of you. And we can have this conversation. But, no. Or or I'd be like, you know, I'm going to go out for a few hours. You're selfish. And when I got my first you're selfish, I, like, I broke down. I cried. Yeah. I was very like I I took it to heart. I didn't end up going out. I did end up going out. I remember Keisha, you offered to take Samara for me. And then even with that, I was like, I if I do that, they will like it would be known that I've done that. Yeah. And I'm not gonna feel comfortable. Like mm. feel like it it got to a point where every time I would ask for help in that case I got in my mind that they're going or whoever's going to make me feel bad about it so I stopped asking yeah and then and then when you stop asking that's when you get the whole like why don't you ask like we can take her it's fine
2: We we don't
1: mind you know what I mean so when those things happen you second guess yourself and your decision making because you think you're not making just dis- the correct decisions for your child. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know where to s- where I can engage with my friends in a way where I, I'm not that mom. That's always like, well, it's seven forty one, 41. Well, <laughs> it's eight o'clock. I'm going to, I'm just going to call home to see if she had milk. I'm yeah. going to call home. Did she have a diaper? Like, I, I don't know. I didn't know. I've come I'm I'm come to myself come into myself more and figured out that I don't have to be so hard on myself anymore. Yeah. But at the time I was just very like tense and I just it it honestly took me from Samara's birth to now, probably a year and a half before I didn't call home the whole time I was out.
2: Wow. Even at
1: work. Wow. Even at work. I used to call home every break I had.
2: Yeah. So what she eat? Is she
1: okay? Yeah. It's does really difficult.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think separation me? anxiety is a real thing. And I don't feel yeah. like people take it seriously. Because it's like postpartum. I didn't know I had it until I went through a real break breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it does come from a selfish place. So what I just carried this person and I want things to be done my way and that's one thing that I had an issue with through my relationship at the time was I wanted it done a b c d and it took me a long time to let her dad do it whichever way he wanted and how he wanted even at home I used to obsess um like you said shells calling all the time checking in Mm -hmm. until you just have to let
1: them get it done the way they do it
2: they just stopped responding my mom flat out wouldn't even respond to the messages and I'd come home and she's like stop messaging us she's fine yeah. so it's a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a thing yeah I feel it I think um, from
0: um being mm-hmm. being positively influenced to recognize that meeting my needs helps me meet my child's needs I can go away for a whole weekend and I only call in to for, like, fun. Like, I call to, like, right. oh, hey, how are you doing? And hear her and have her smile at me and stuff. But, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And I also find that your daughter is very much an independent woman. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I can't so
0: do she's, she's like, bye. <laughs> bye, mom. She hangs up
2: WhatsApp on me, so.
0: <laughs> bye.
2: <Bye-bye. laughs> I mean, I when I find- was two, she hung up all the time. Like, once <laughs> she realized that's a red button that I could press, a oh. Red button. <laughs> Click. Click.
0: The issue is, Acadia knows what it means and when to use it. Like, when she's finished <laughs> talking, she's hanging <laughs> up. She's not just accidentally pressing it and she wants to talk again. No. She's like, okay, we spoke. Okay, bye. Have a good day. She'll tell me, have a nice day. And she hangs up. Like,
2: <laughs> I'm gone. Peace. <laughs> no. Deuce's mom.
0: Yeah.
2: No,
1: Samara's different. Like she, when she was smaller, she used to press the button because she knew it did something, not because there was a purpose. Because Open. she knew it did something. But now she'll she'll start to whine and whimper <laughs> when I'm like, I gotta go back to work. Um, I'll talk to you later. She's and got then, you. Mm, mm, then I'm just like. Got so, you. I'm at the point where I'm like, can I go home now? Do I have to stay at work? <laughs> my child needs me. Okay. <laughs> but I'm also trying to separate that codependency as well, which is why I, well, in this pandemic, I can't really go out like I used to, mm-hmm. but I want to, especially on my birthday, I wanted to go up to a cottage or a cabin or something. That's probably not going to happen, but I was definitely planning on not taking her. And that would be our first time away from each other for a full weekend. Okay. I'm sorry.
2: I swallowed real hard. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, like, am I actually going to say it?
1: (laughs) Right. But it's the first time away. And I was, I was finally okay with it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. other times I would stress, but I was finally okay with it because I want to get some semblance of I'm an adult with a child, not a burden a child I love not a burden that I feel like I'm taking on which she's never been but the idea of of stressing about everything she's doing and all that stuff and I I tie that back into friendships change because a baby a lot of the time when you're the person who's always talking about a baby they don't want to be around you yes yes just like my baby is the light of my life. Okay. So if you don't want to talk about, you don't want to hear me talk about my baby, you don't want to be around me. My daughter <laughs> is now like getting more accustomed to her father. Yes, she's on top, like she loves her dad. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll probably discuss this in a later podcast, but we're long distance for a long time. Mm-hmm. So he, she was basically butt buddies with me. We, every waking moment, She's also a co-sleeper, so okay. she was up under me. Literally. So, yeah. Literally. <laughs> so, um, her like a couple weeks ago, no, like two weeks ago, she, her father was holding her, and this is the first time this has ever happened to me, and I'm still upset to this day. She kicked me, and said no. She she put her foot out while her dad was holding her, and said no, and okay. he was like. I'm trying to imitate his laugh (laughs) (laughs) and he laughed at me and I was just like do you understand that I went through labor to have you and you're here up under this man who you don't know (laughs) from Adam which is her father (laughs) (laughs) and you're, you're kicking me Right after she said sorry and kissed me, and we're back, she was back in my good graces. Right. But the alone, I was just like, first of all,
0: ma'am, do you know who I am?
1: You obviously don't. Let me turn around and show you who I am again.
0: So, like, Miss Independent Acadia, when we went, well, her father picks her up from daycare. And when he parks the car, she goes, No, Daddy, I don't want to go see mommy right now. Yeah, when he told me that the other day, my heart (laughs) dropped, like full on dropped. Like, no, she's not ready to see me. She spent the whole day away from me and still not ready to come see me.
2: As her independence and freedom (laughs) builds and her confidence to speak builds, you're going to get, mommy, I I just don't need you right now. (laughs) I can do it by myself. I don't want to lay down beside you. I'm going to lay down in my own bed like enjoy it it's not personal they're just trying to figure (laughs) out how to use it yeah
1: anyways guys to close off this section i think this more applies to brianna and i not keisha because keisha has a golden friendship relationship whatever (laughs) um what have you learned from the absence of that or from those friendships that quote-unquote failed or the absence of those friendships
2: I definitely learned that it's okay to part ways with people um I it helped reinforce my idea of support has to change um depending on what you're going through right so when you're in your party phase your friends support you by going to the parties with you, even if they don't want to. Right. But now you're a parent, you're focused somewhere else. And because you're asking them to support you in a different way and they don't, maybe they don't know how, or they don't want to, they're not interested. Um, I had to learn really quickly that it's just okay to let people come and go as they please, but you still have to set boundaries. Like, I don't care if I've known you for 15 years, if you, you're not gonna be on the same page as me, then I'm not gonna make an effort to talk to you every day because you're not benefiting the things that I'm doing every day. And I know it sounds really selfish, but you have to be selfish as a parent. Um, People come, people go, and (laughs) you kind of reflect on the experiences that you had with those people. And you start to think about how they would have influenced your relationship with your child or your child's development or lots of things like I'd much rather go out on the road with my three-year-old and have to worry about our safety than sometimes me my three-year-old and that friend you know so I like the independence sometimes Mm -hmm. and I just hope to them that when they become a parent or experience something close to what I'm going through, that they reflect and remember that it it wasn't a personal thing. We just weren't on the same page.
1: To piggyback off of that, I do find that life has a crazy way of showing them the same treatment that they've shown you. So a lot I've, I don't think I've ever myself, who knows? I don't know. You never know who you've offended or who you've mm-hmm. quote unquote done something, to, but I don't personally feel that I've ever done anything to someone, especially someone that's had a child to ostracize them in the way that i felt. Mm-hmm. But I know that if it were to happen to someone else, I wouldn't treat them the same way that they've treated me. I try to give them the better grace trying to be a better person in life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I 100% say that I've learned that um, a lot of the relationships that you acquire are not supposed to be there for long-term. They're learning experiences. So mm-hmm. I take from the experience of, you know, I, I'll i take the good at the very least, the gla- mm-hmm. quote-unquote glamorized mm-hmm. <laughs> Pieces, but take those memories with me. But I, I don't have to take that person with me. Yes. So, yeah, because at the end of the day, you're glamorizing your memories, but like there was bad times too that you're just forgetting. So yeah, I and that goes to personal like relationships with people, exes. <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: oh
1: wow! Um, I think we're on <laughs> to questions. Hold on. <laughs> But,
0: yeah, Keisha, if
1: you want to say anything.
0: Um, I just want to send you ladies some virtual hugs. It feels like it's very heavy to um, experience that, and I'm feeling it for you guys.
2: It's hard. You think that these people would be around, and you also don't even know what really makes them disappear. But... um, you just gotta go with it. One thing Chelsea said about, you can take the memory with you, you can't take the person. Mm-hmm. I, this year in particular made me realize that my attachment issues are not, like they're deep. And when I feel connected to, to someone, it's really hard for me to let go of the person like as a whole, like actual actually breaking up with someone, whether it's a romantic relationship, professional, friendly, like actually breaking up with that person means you don't have access to me anymore. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And I think people need to understand that it's okay. It hurts. And either you guys come back and you guys rekindle or you don't.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of time people hang on to relationships that are clearly done. It's hi, how are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, cool. And you don't mess with each other for another month. What's the point? Yeah because it's obviously equally the, the effort isn't there equally you don't mm-hmm. really actually care about that person you might they might be holding on to you for something they can gain from you when you're looking for an actual friendship from them so mm-hmm. let things go it's, mm-hmm. it's easier said than done but do it mm-hmm. so do you have any tips on staying organized is there anything you would recommend buying to help i have none so don't look at me. <laughs> I have absolutely none. If you could see what my bedroom is like right now. I my Kia. I have zero zilch nada. I do have, um, oh, Lord. <laughs> I think we're all on the same boat, except for Brianna. Don't lie to me, Brianna.
2: Oh, Lord. Okay, so it's not that bad. No, I've it's actually But then, does that count? It's all her toys. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, um. So, <laughs> um, let me answer that. Um,
0: I think as a mom, it's definitely hard to keep up with anything. Like, your, your, your time isn't solely your own. So you can't schedule your entire day around things that need to get done because your child is there and they need you Mm -hmm. um with that being said there are um some pretty good um I guess storage solutions out there um so um I think I think we all might have there's this like shelf with these little toy bins Mm-hmm. You can get on Amazon. And they've got, like, these different sized toy bins. That has been A1 for me. Yeah. Um, I initially started by organizing it. Like, blocks were in one. And little fruit and vegetables were in another. Right now, that's I just pick up everything soft. off the floor and throw it.
2: Like, toss yeah, it across the once room. Once in a while, you got to reorganize it. But it works.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's really good. Like, I... I recommend that to any mom and all my mom friends have it so
1: i think amazon has been the best worst things i've ever come across <laughs> in my life i agree you with you things, you can order by 11 o'clock and get it by 9 p.m same day there's nothing in the world that should be that quick except for food there's nah. nothing in the world anyways yeah. so i agree
2: with you i
1: have a storage bench because we're currently basement apartment living. Mm-hmm. So I have a storage bench that I keep some of her toys in and I have a few baskets that I bought from Amazon as well. Um, but other than that, wherever she puts it is where she generally likes to keep it. And if you move it, you get in trouble. Mm-hmm. and she <laughs> <you>. So <laughs> there's not much you can do um, outside of her space i i really like storage storage solutions it was probably like the best organizational place but it's not cheap unless they're having a sale so storage okay. solutions, this is not paid advertisement by the way um, storage solutions is probably the best thing that i've gone in person and been able to pick up things that organize my makeup that organize you know the washroom drawers mm-hmm. and all that stuff so outside of that it's hard to be like okay so on saturday i'm gonna be cleaning yeah it comes 5 p.m and you're looking at the same mess that you're looking at for the last week yeah. so as i say that i have to clean my bathroom tonight
2: it's
1: okay
2: <laughs> yeah. i feel it um I have the same uh, toy storage organizer. I am in um, the education field. So anything that we have at work, I try to incorporate at home because if it makes sense for me with other people's kids, I feel like it should work for mine. <laughs> that's wrong. I'm going to tell you guys that, but...
1: <laughs> okay, right. Like, yeah, yeah, that's great.
2: For right now. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like... She just has a lot of toys, and because she's an only child, she's the smallest in the house. It's more self-directed play, so Eh, we just put it in the toy area instead of in the toy bin sometimes. For my own tasks, I have alarms for everything. Um, I'm just going to throw that out there because I've been going through a lot of anxiety lately, and this year, if I have an alarm... Consistently set for, I'm gonna say three weeks. Mm-hmm. If I turn that alarm off, my body already knows that you're supposed to be doing something like your alarm's going off in your head. So, <clears throat> right now, a lot of people are annoyed with me because I have alarms like crazy, but you gotta understand like there's a method to people's chaos, right? It mm-hmm. actually does help my anxiety to know that, okay this is what you should be doing at this time. Why aren't you doing it? And if what you're currently doing is more important than that task, we're okay. But if you're going through the days and you have the same alarms and you're not doing the same things, either change your alarms or change what you're doing.
1: I just turned my alarms off, but you're better than me. (laughs) (laughs) No
0: snoozing. I actually use an app that's pretty fun. It's called Do It Now. So you okay. set up like like daily tasks and you assign like coin values to them. Ooh. Yeah, so then and then you can also set up rewards and assign like a coin value to that. So um I was I'm gonna get a little bit raw. I was struggling with my personal hygiene while I was okay. um I was in a I was in a funk and smelling funky.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: um (laughs) and so to um entice myself to you know have a shower every day like don't skip a day Mm -hmm. I assign like high coins to that and I put like full chocolate bars in there (laughs) as Mm -hmm. rewards for myself (laughs) so yeah it's um took me maybe about a week to get back into the habit okay but I like wanted those chocolates so I was like I I need to get my coins up
2: (laughs) I was gonna it sounds like a token reward system for adults and I know it sounds really juvenile but people don't realize how beneficial those tools are through your adult life I don't know why we think that organization makes us immature or Mm -hmm. rewarding ourselves makes us immature, but I'm sorry. Like if my goal is one pound a week and on the last day of the month, I not only hit my four pounds, I hit six pounds. You better believe we're having a treat. (laughs) Come on. You do. I put in the work. I (laughs) did. Come
1: on. on. (laughs) But yeah, like I, I'm looking at the app itself, and honestly, what Brianna's saying is right. It seems like an adult version, and when I think about things, like, I have a big old agenda, like I did in grade five for (laughs) putting my I actually fill it out like I used to, but I put all my important things in here because, honestly, if if I don't write it down, I'll lose my head.
2: Mm -hmm, Like,
1: I'll completely forget to do things, and Things like the app that you're talking about, Keisha, are beneficial because it's actually rewarding you for these tasks. Me writing this down isn't rewarding me. <laughs> I'll just be like, Tick, It's done. Now what? Yeah. But that is telling me I can go have a bottle of wine if I want to. You're telling oh, yeah. me a bottle of wine? Mm-hmm. All right. As long as you mm-hmm. earn
0: that. The this other good thing is, um, so if you set things up daily. Mm-hmm. you can set a negative coins to it for if you miss it. So it'll take stuff mm-hmm. away from you. Also, it can accumulate and then take away. Yeah. So that's mainly why it didn't take me very long to get back into my habits. <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> I, I don't want not- to lose <laughs> these coins. But I'm, I'm actually really. Reinforcement. Yeah. I'm really, I'm actually pretty proud of myself because I don't usually keep up with like, I'll start something and I don't keep up with it. I'll just let it. Let it talk and then I'll go and eat the chocolate when I feel like. But I've been keeping up with it. That's good. good.
2: I'm Mm -hmm. proud to hear that.
1: Okay. So, last question, which we'll end the podcast with What's the funniest thing your kid has done, said, or done so far?
0: (laughs) So far or recently? (laughs) Because.
1: So far. Can you you clarify? He says (laughs) some funny ish. Okay. (laughs) But
0: um, let's say recently. So my favorite thing, um, we were putting up our Christmas tree and we have a, a black Santa figure. And for some reason, she was scared of this thing. No. So I was like, okay, no problem. But I showed her that it doesn't make any movements. And like, she's usually startled by things that do sudden movements, like any toy that starts flipping or something, she's scared. And she's scared of animals because they're unpredictable, stuff like that. So I showed her it doesn't move, and I put it by the tree. And then throughout the day, all I'm hearing is, rah, randomly. And when I, like, paid attention, <laughs> this child is roaring at the Santa every time she walks <laughs> Like, you don't scare me, I'm going to scare you. Rah. <laughs> I'm, I was crying.
2: She That's said, my no girl. Fuck to, she's like, uh. Yeah. She's like, jump. She what is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I could see Katie doing this. That's why. Oh this my is God. So good. So
2: good. my I mean, we already know that. Like I just have no manners on a regular basis, so my child would be the same. Um, With her expressive eyebrows, you could tell her mood from her eyebrows alone. Straight, straight up. I saw a meme: if my mouth doesn't say it, my face will. I want to get a mommy and me shirt. (laughs) Um, I've been uh, very impatient lately. So the other day. We're getting into the car. I'm like, Anaya, just get in your seat. Just get in your seat. We got to buckle. We got to go. Like, let's just, let's just do this. Can we just get it going? And I'm just keep, I just talk and talk and talk. She's like, ah, like, can you just relax, mommy? I'm going to do it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, you it's know a slow what? Turn. A slow turn. I guess I do need to relax. Yeah. <laughs> and give you a moment to process the request. And I, I did, I took two breaths, and I'm like, I'm not going to tell you what I want to tell you, I'm going to make this a learning moment for us, I will Same. practice patience, <laughs> but in my head, it was a whole soap opera, a whole soap opera, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that was the most recent one, and I, I just think it's so interesting, like, what's going to happen, I'm gonna go with next year. If if COVID agrees with me and I say yeah, she's going to school. I'm gonna have issues in JK, not grade three when they think they're grown adults, not when they're like prepubescent. Like we're talking about four or five years old. So I think Just
1: get expressive,
2: <laughs> and she knows what she
1: wants. I don't. I don't see the problem <laughs> with what she said. I have yet to hear the
2: issue. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I really have to step back sometimes. The person who she talks to all the time is me. I don't yeah, speak three year olds <laughs> Exactly. So since I don't like the way I speak to myself. <laughs> yeah. Our family goal <laughs> is to speak to ourselves nicely. <laughs> Get yourself an, uh, a positive pop
1: jar where you put candy or something in it.
0: Yeah. Let me yeah. set up your IG feed for you. Get <laughs> <laughs> all zen <and> like.
1: <laughs> Honestly, Samara is just all around funny when she wants to be. Um, she's very into like Emma Wiggles, anything on your that she get access on her iPad. And for the longest time, she was saying this word, and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out. And I was like, oh, she's saying cog. I don't know why cog was okay. the word that I thought she was saying, but it was not it.
2: That was not it.
1: It sounded like something other than cog. It
2: sounded like a rooster okay. cock a doodle
1: doo. Yes. Cock-a-doodle-doo.
0: It like
1: what it was, it was clock, but without the L. Dry. So the longest in public, she would Dry. say
2: it. You're, like, six.
1: you're all
2: right. Please stop. Oh. <laughs> That's
1: not the word. Learn your L's. <laughs> Other words that she gets wrong. She says sheet is another one. That's great. Sheet is great. But. <laughs> <laughs> but she's getting better with her words, so I can, I can only be proud that she's able to say at least part of the word correctly.
0: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Do not discredit my girl. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: anyways, high five, guys. We're done.
0: Yay! Peace to the Middle East. That's the end of this episode. We're on all social media platforms at a Black Girl's Mom. You can also sign up for updates through our website, abgm.ca. Thank you for listening to... All Back of oh.